Here we go. What was the shout out you got today? Hey, before we get to that, let's intro our podcast with you're listening to Yes Mom. We are still active. The only podcast that you can even hear about three that have three brothers coming together and joking and finding humor as we try to stay on the covenant path of our discipleship of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, Aaron, what were you saying about someone texting us? <laughs> I was trying to tell you something before, so rudely interrupted by Pat's half By the, by intro, by the, the intro to the podcast, not me, the yeah. intro. I want to give a shout-out to Luis Rodriguez, who listens to us in Southern California. Big fan, gives us feedback after every episode that he listens to. I've he, never heard his feedback. He What'd says, he say? good morning. This was actually sent this morning. Good morning, you guys. Keep it up. I don't know what accent to use with him, but I'll just say that. Keep it up. Wednesday morning drives to work are becoming my favorites. Thumb up, thumb up. Boom. Not thumb, two thumbs? thumb up what? That, that's just the emoji that he uses. Oh, okay. Thumb up. Oh, okay. But he uses it twice, so it's like... <laughs> like the fawns. Double thumb up. Well, if we're going to give shout-outs to listeners, I have to give a shout-out to... Um, you uh, need to cut this top, out. Top of mind. All I can think of is her parents' name, which is Elijah and Melita, and oh, her name snow. is Jillian. Okay, Jillian so Garman. Three, two, one. If we're going to give shout-outs, I feel like I have to give a shout-out to Jillian Garman because okay. she's a BYU student. She's a recently returned missionary. When she came home, her parents were like, you've got to listen to this podcast. It's hilarious and spiritual, which is our goal and she loves it so much like when i she came she came back to byu she's at byu without any like we didn't ask her to do this or anything she just made her own posters and started hanging them up around byu campus for people to listen to us because she's like this podcast is amazing so So, if you're a byu employee and you tore down some of those posters we're still active you're going to hell for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose your temple recommend. I just checked the stats with those posters being up. Yeah, they didn't move at all. <laughs> well, are you uh, like Tell them, Pat, it, it takes time for advertising yeah. to work. Keep oh. it up, Jillian. Tell everyone you know. Don't Thank you, Jillian. Talk. I'll work on the sandwich board, stand on the corner, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flip flip the coin like those pathetic people that flip the signs like come in here for free wireless. And just make it like, listen to Yes, well, wait, Mom, we're still active. Do your kids even listen? Because my kids don't. My sons love it. I should not I should take the bat. I think Kayla listens, but Thank the you. other kids are like, no. Maybe maybe it's a male demographic. Well, they're not, they don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. And that's maybe. a well-known documented who, Tom, fact. Tom, who are you giving a shout-out to? I give a shout-out to <laughs> the highest degree of the Celestial Kingdom. <laughs> in general. That's because that's where I want to go. <laughs> I give a shout-out to all my peeps in the highest degree of the Celestial Kingdom. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, no, let, you know, I have some people in my ward that, uh, actually last week we were at a gun shoot, elders quorum gun shoot. Okay. We all got together, started with an opening prayer and right before the opening prayer, which is what you want before you shoot guns. Yeah. That's right. So no one gets hurt. And then Terry Crow's like, and we're sitting here in front of Tom Maravia, the famous podcaster. And I'm like, Oh, part of that's correct though. You are yeah. a podcaster. Very famous. Anyway, Tom signed 16 autographs and then shot some 16 guns. 16 guns. We went shooting with our young man, and my son was shooting a small uh, handgun, and he lifted his thumb up, and he pulled the trigger, and you know how they kick back? Ripped yeah. his whole thumbnail off. 
Yeah. And to his effect, I came over and he made. Did you look at him and go, "That's nothing compared to what Jesus suffered"? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I said. <laughs> that's a great teaching moment. He Aaron. was just hashtag sit- fail. He was sitting fail. there with the band aid on, holding it to keep the blood from coming out, and he just was like, to his to his credit, boy, he, I can see the tears in the sides of his eyes, but he was not going to let him out. We got to get you guys down to front sight. That's what yeah. we need to do. They get some hand the name. They what? changed the name. What it's is no it? Longer front sight. It's like Freedom Bird or something. What Dumb. Freedom yeah, Bird? I, what I know that can't be true. But anyway, you asked Aaron. Um, <laughs> you asked Aaron. Fact check that, Tom. Freedom Bird. The, 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 you asked. Does does your kids listen to the podcast? No, Tom I, asked that. Did you? Ask I did that? ask that. Okay, we're all one of old. us asked it, and I believe it was me. Pat's going to answer the question either way. So the question I was asking earlier, does your kids listen to the podcast? My son Moses listens to it on the Alexa while he's in the shower. And he listens to it in his room while he's getting dressed. And he like that's all he went from weird out to yes, mom, we're still active. And he can quote it. Whoa. So we have like super fans in like two or three generations, they're gonna find this. <laughs> they're gonna be like, This is the church, this is what we should be doing. I hope not. All right. All right. Still called Prairie Fire. Prairie Fire. Okay, I just fact-checked it. It's called Prairie Fire, Nevada. Yeah, that's what it's called. Instead of Front Sight, it's Prairie Fire, which is super dumb. And no one's going to go to it now. Why does it still say Front Sight on there? Because they can't decide what's going on. All right, this is not that episode. This is not that episode. We are not talking about Front Sight, which is like borderline MLM. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to lead the discussion today. After we've given our shout-outs, we've talked about how we're super popular among our friends and family. But super no one's popular. Super popular. Yeah. Like, Aaron's kids asked for my autograph. No, they... Wait, what? Yeah, they were like, Uncle Pat, don't tell my dad. You're the funniest on the podcast. Do you still have those pictures of yourself? Could you give me one autograph, please? <laughs> Just sign over my dad's bald head. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> so, here. I'm going to ask a question. Okay. I want to start with a question. Have you ever been given an assignment that you were super excited about maybe your excitement exceeded your ability to the point where you maybe overdid it a bit like for church or just anything in general church would be great but i'm going to just open it up and say what is something that you have been given the assignment you maybe approached it with too much zeal and it ended up maybe backfiring a little bit on you i'm sure i'm sure i planned some birthdays for my kids i remember once i was like we're gonna do a circus theme and it's, you know, we had darts and ice cream, and I was telling the kids, you could put whatever you want on the ice cream, and I let them put, like, as much stuff as they wanted, and some of the kids probably got sick. I, love it. But- <laughs> I know for me at work, I, I just got a new job about a year ago in the church, and I haven't, as a developer, I hadn't really worked a lot in a team, in a big development team. Right. Especially with developers. It's like you usually just together. code in the dark with heavy metal music playing. Exactly. And so I get on this team of, it's a larger team, and I'm just, like, ready to go and trying to learn everything and just making a big mess everywhere. Yeah. So, so stepping on people's toes, everyone's they, like, oh my goodness, I believe slow they down, say settle down. a bull being loosed in a china shop. Yes. That's the phrase. That's and I've done that too. Like I got a job in San Francisco where I was the boss of about 10 people. And I come in and I knew one kid, we went to grad school together and I just started cracking jokes and it was like, I thought we were old friends, but he didn't really get my sense of humor. And I got called into HR and they were like, (laughs) are you telling people they're getting fired? And I said, no, there was a misunderstanding. No, not at all. And they're like, well, you need to watch your people take what you say literally. Cause I was like, Hey, here's your uh, business card. You left them at my desk in case, you know, you're looking for a job or something. And he was like, Oh no, am I getting fired? Am I getting fired? He said, I'm looking for job i'm like no i was joking 
Um, so it, this same ha- thing happens in the scriptures. And I have to believe that if you are one of Heavenly Father's children's, that he, children, that he has asked to be a ministering angel, an angel that gets to go down and interact with your brothers and sisters going through mortality, that has to be something in the, in, in the spirit world or in Heavenly Father's presence that you're like, oh man, this yeah. is going to be good. I, like, I love how we define roles as angels. Yeah. We have guardian angels. We have destroying angels. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, we have ministering angels. Ministering angels. Yeah. Which one, if you're not we in the highest the degree, Cali- which one do you want to be? I want to be a California angel. I, want to be a- I have to think that given the assignment by Heavenly Father or by the Savior to go down and say, like, hey, you need to go either. Like, when, when Laman and Lemuel were beating on Nephi, right, the angel came down and was like, hey, why are you doing this? You need to stop, right? Or no, the angel came to them after they got chased out. Uh, and they were hiding in the rock from Laban, and he goes, you guys need to go back. So what kind right? of angel would you guys want to be if you guys had to be sent down as an angel? Like I said, I'd want to be a destroying angel. Destroying angel. Yeah. Patrick, yeah. what about you? I think I would want to be a destroying angel, but I'd still want the wings and the harp. You know which kind I'd want to be? I'd be a heavy metal destroying angel. Yeah. I'd want to be the I told you so angel. I come down, I'd be like, I told you that wasn't going to work. Or I'd come down like, I told you this was a bad idea. I don't know. Like You'd think that the Lord would have sent one of those when Joseph Smith, after he told Joseph Smith three times, like, don't let Martin, Martin Harris, Harris have, have, the plates. have the plates. It'd be like, it, like he's the go-to angel that God's like, all right, go tell him. He'd be like, he told you. He well, told you. Moroni shocked Joseph Smith, right? Did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, He he tried to get the plates. He said, you have to have your mind mind pure from greed when you see these gold suckers. How do you keep your mind from greed? I believe that was the exact phraseology. When you see these gold suckers. When you see these gold things. I'm about to show you something that's going to make you greedy. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, you got to get that out of your mind. And and as soon as he saw those, man, those thoughts went through his mind of like, I could sell them and get this much money to help my dad with the farm. Bam. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and he's, the and he's over. like, "Sorry, I t- what did he say, Aaron? I told you so." I mean, that, that's yeah. where you send the "I told you so" angel. Like, yeah. see, I would be the "That's what you get" angel, and <laughs> well, I just come back like, "That's what you get." And he had to wait another what four years, right? He had to go no, through. He, he went back every year, right? But he he had four more years to go oh, yeah. through. That, that was his sentencing. Right. That oh, was his sentencing. He was four years. You have been sentenced to four years. Another. Four, that's finally. I bet every every year he came back. His family was like, "Did you get him?" And he's just like, "Nah, I'm too greedy." The angel said no so i have to think that this is a big deal for angels to be sent on these mini missions right i have to think that because (laughs) there's this angel that i think had to learn a valuable lesson i'm talking about in mosiah 27 right and this is when alma the younger and the sons of mosiah were literally going around and trying to stop the church. In fact, it says Alma became a very wicked and idolatrous man. This is not Ammon Wick. This is Alma the Younger. Ammon Wick is part of the gang. Yeah, he's that part of the gang. That tells you the gang he's rolling. It's like a small Russian mafia type. Yeah, and, and so I think I think Alma was the mouth and Ammon was the muscle. Because it says in verse totally. 9, he was a great hinderment to the prosperity of the church, stealing away the hearts of the people, causing dissension, giving a chance for the enemy of God to exercise his power over them, right? So Heavenly Father probably sees this, right? Or the Savior sees it. And he's like, okay, hey, you, come over here. I need you to do me a special favor. Talking to the angel, right? Yeah, talking to the angel. Like, hey, you. I got a special assignment for you. I got a special assignment for you. We we don't know who this angel was, right? No. No. Okay. We do know he makes two appearances. Because we're now, so we'll get to that. But so it says, (laughs) so I think this angel 
overcranked it up to 11. Well, you know he's probably the son of somebody up there who's like, dude, guys, send me down. And they're like, not that guy again. <laughs> so he's probably sitting up there. I know. There was probably a council where God's like, okay, who can we send? Because, you know, that's what God has done. And, and the like, scriptures is like, who can we send? And the first one was Lucifer. It's like, send me. And then it was like, I'll send Jesus. And there was probably like, okay, Alma and his and the sons of Mosiah are really starting to hinder the church. Who can we send? Yeah, and there's probably like, hey, let's send this guy, this guy, this guy. They're like, hey, we keep promising Tim over there that we're going to send him down. He's but, like, I'll go. And they're like, I'll go right now. He's, he's like, ready. if we really want to send a message, you need to send him. Yeah. He's not ready. He's a little too rough around the edges. And you know he's like in his bedroom in the mansions of our father in heaven with headphones on playing video games. And they're like, Tim, dad wants to talk to you. It's like, all right, whatever. And he comes down there like, hey, we need you to go. And we need you to kind of shake Elmo up. And he's like, what? His dad's been praying, his dad, fasting. The, and they've been praying for him like, specifically to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's what it says in the scriptures. Right. So, in verse 11. Now, imagine this is like, I, I always imagine this is like Jack Black in School of Rock. Like, that's who I envision this angel to be. Because it says, as they were going about rebelling against God, behold, the angel of the Lord <laughs> appeared to them. And he descended, as it were, in a cloud. So he rode the cloud down. He rode the cloud. It probably had lightning kind of flickering in the cloud. And then it goes, and he spake, as it were, with a voice of thunder, which caused the earth to shake, which they stood upon. And they probably told him not to do that. Yeah, they're like, don't overdo it. And he's like, doing those pyrotechnics on your way down. (laughs) Settle down. He was like, no, no, no. In in ancient Israel, it was like a fire by night, pillar of fire by night. I'm riding the pillar of fire down. They're like, oh, my goodness. And he's like, yeah, here I come. Speaking of overdoing it. I'm like, I'm like, Tom, get a load of him. He's doing the pyrotechnics thing. And as he talked, the earth started shaking. That's how he was like, he was using all the tricks. You know what I He picture? was using Heavenly Father's voice. He was using the cloud. And it says, so great was their astonishment that they fell to the earth and understood understood not the words which he spake to him because he was probably like yeah kind of like your employee right when you said here's your business card (laughs) he fell to the earth right yeah he was like i I always picture the uh the back to the future scene where they put the earphones on george mcfly and he's like yeah 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 Yeah. i and and i was telling afton who's on a mission i was telling her about this episode i'm like i think i'm gonna do an episode about this and she goes yeah it's like eddie from stranger things where he's on that rv and he's playing heavy metal and all the clouds are around him are like red and the demons are flying around like that's how you imagine me he's like yeah alma arise and stand forth and for why persecutest thou the church of god for the lord has said this is my church and i will establish it and nothing overthrow it Wow. wow! And everybody falls over except for it's like, hey, uh, my, my now, don't, don't say fall over. What did they do? They, they fainted. fainted. Oh. <laughs> <All of laughs> like a goat. <laughs> all of his all of his messengers are like they're dropping like flies. So he's like, I got to keep one of them on board. So I read this and I went back and I'm like, there's there's got to be more examples of angels that come down and shake the earth like this. Well, hold on. Because he even says in verse 15, And now, behold, can you dispute the power of God? For, behold, doth not my voice shake the earth? So he's really like, 
hamming it up. Interesting. Like, he says my voice. Yeah, too. yeah. And he goes, and can ye not also behold me before you? And I am sent from God. Like, and you could hear like guitar riffs. Everyone's and, in the behind the veil, going, "Oh boy, he's, oh in, boy. he's in big trouble now." <laughs> he's not supposed to be doing. He that. didn't say. He didn't take. Like, he didn't use. Well, I guess he did say he was sent from God. But well, yeah, and he threatens to destroy him. He's like, if that will of thyself be destroyed, seek no more. They're like, he doesn't have the authority to do that. He's not allowed to destroy people. What is he doing? His family, there's like groups on the other side of the bill going, are you seeing this? I he knew we dead. shouldn't have sent him. Yep, I knew. He overdoes it all the time. It's that rock and roll music in those video those games. Those video games. And you know he overdid it because it says in verse 18, and now Alma and those that were with him fell again to the earth. So anytime they tried to get up, he was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they went back down for Great was their astonishment, for with their own eyes they beheld an angel of the Lord, and his voice was as thunder, which shook the earth. And they were like, well, that had to be from God. Man, that would have been so scary, because you know when he spoke, when the tones of what he said shook the earth. So it's not just like he was talking, the earth was shaking. What he was saying was shaking the earth. He's like, Johnny, hit that earthquake machine. I need a full effect on this one. (laughs) That would have been horrifying. (laughs) It would have been so... So scary. And then, so it worked, right? Alma became dumb, and he, like, fell over. He fainted for three days. He, he became weak, right? And then they all, and this was, this became a an opportunity for the members to exercise their faith, right? Because they gathered around, they knew the Lord had intervened, and then they prayed. So fast forward. Jesus is like, I'll put this right now that he's unconscious. I'll do it on the other side. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. This out. Heavenly, then the angel goes back, and Heavenly Father was probably like, I told you not to do that. And you shook the ground. I, they're praying now. Because he hasn't been up for two days. I told you these Nephites were very sensitive to go easy. They faint faint very easy. Did you see how everyone else, you're going to get them to faint again, right? So fast forward, like, he gets put on hold, right? He's like, all right, you're, you're done. You're done. Like <laughs> he gets benched. Yeah, he gets benched. And then fast forward, now Elma like converts and he's going on his mission. He goes to Ammonihah. And he gets spit on tough and town. cast a tough mission, right? Tough, tough, tough mission. mission. And as he was leaving, he was super sad. He was weighed down with sorrow. And the angel was sent back. So imagine Heavenly Father's like all right, now we're going to give you another chance. We need a pep talk. We need it now. Last time you rocked the earth, and he fainted for three days and almost died. He saw that he saw perdition. We need him. <laughs> we need him on his feet when you're done. Yeah. Do not do that again. This is your last attempt, and then you're going to be benched until you're born. That's you understand right. that? Benched until you're born. Fourth and he goes, degree of the celestial kingdom. <laughs> you're yeah. not going to make it. Like, you're not going to make it. Let me draw these circles for you so you understand where you're not going to make it if you go down there and rattle the earth again. There's actually a fourth one. So he learned his lesson. And he came back to him, and he said, you know, hey, Alma, you know. Alma's probably like, (laughs) I can't handle another earth-shaking lecture. Talk about a horrible day. You're getting spit on. You come out, and there's that angel again. You're like, oh, just take me now. Just take me now. Remember, he was like, I was suffered nigh unto death is what that angel's first visit caused him to feel. Yeah, he went all the way to perdition and saw. He was like, all right, this is me, a heavy metal. Well, let's be clear. It was his wrongdoings that made him feel like that. True. But it was the they angel. Were tri- he triggered him. The angel triggered him and sent him into the upside down. Yes. <laughs> there you go. He went to the upside down. <laughs> Alma went to the upside down, saw the Demogorgon and came back. He's like, that ain't exactly. for me. That ain't for me. So then the angel comes back and he's like, hey, listen, you're blessed, man. Lift up your head. Rejoice. 
you have great cause to rejoice, that you've been faithful in keeping the commandments from the time which thou receivest my first message from him. So it's like, like, you're lucky. He's being much softer in his tone. Behold, I am he that delivered it to you. And behold, I am sent to command thee. He probably had some hearts to return. Like, like, I didn't even recognize you. Yeah, he's like, I just came back to let you know it's a commandment. That I had to cut off my beard. I'm using harps now, very <laughs> methodically. It's very relaxing, this message. Yeah, he's like, he's a, right. are you okay? Are you okay? I just want to make sure you're comfortable. Yeah, you um, need to go back. It's a commandment. Go back. It's going to be just fine. Um, but let them know that if they don't repent, God's going to destroy them. And that's when I'm really going to get turned <laughs> loose. I got some big things up my sleeve for that. Yeah, don't you, don't you tell them. Because I will come back and I will shake that whole city like I did you, and they are gonna get it. He's I'll like, God, like I winking at him. He's like, maybe if you d- you tell him this, but maybe not stress it too much because <laughs> then I could come back. Yeah, you know, you didn't right? see nothing until you see me bring down a whole prison and their walls on top of people. Yeah, yeah. trust me. Trick. Trust me. They don't want me to come back here. Trust me. Tell them that. And you've seen what I bring. I'll ride the lightning, my friend. <laughs> I will I gotta ride. Go. I gotta go right now, but it's coming. You hear, you almost hear like the voice behind him be like, come on, hurry it up. That's not true. That's not what dad That's told enough. you. That's enough. Time yeah. to end this. Wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, Just okay. like this episode. So I wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to say like the, what I learned from this story is that the Lord gives us, we're all different. We all approach callings. We all approach assignments differently in the church mm-hmm. and that's okay. It doesn't disqualify you no matter how you approach an assignment as long as you're willing to serve. And this angel showed that like, okay, I maybe was a little, came on a little strong. I learned my lesson and now I'm still a useful instrument in helping the Lord bring to pass his his plan. Yeah, yeah the story of Alma for me yeah. just helps me see that you can be forgiven for anything that you do. So you can take advantage of the atonement. You know, if you are truly humble and sincerely repent, then Christ is there to help you through all of it. Yeah. yeah. And remember that when you see other members as well, as, as, as I get older, I see other members trying to do their callings and they may come in with a holiday party idea or a teaching lesson approach. And you just sometimes you shake your head like, wow, that that really missed or that was uh, a really ultimate fail. But you should always go and participate, support. These are people who are trying, just like there were people who supported you when you were trying. So. Yeah. And and I think, like, you know, Tom, you bring up a good point about the atonement. What about my point? Your point didn't Gosh, make sense. Dang it. <laughs> what about me? Uh, Tom, we're here. We're not even going to pretend like Aaron's yes. on this, but Dad loves us, too. So there's this other point I was thinking of. It's <laughs> a good point, too. I mean. But Mom asked us, she was like, well, what about someone who commits this sin? Can they be forgiven? And Aaron said something that, really resonated with me while we were up there. He's like, remove the sin and just ask, would Jesus forgive a sinner? Don't get specific of what sin it is because all sins are covered by the atonement. Even when you come on too strong and rattle the earth and shake the Lord's future prophet to the ground. Well, let's let's be clear. The angel was not sinning. (laughs) No, no, no. We're just making this up. No, right. that's what I mean. It's like the I'm not like, it really happened. <laughs> I'm just saying trouble. Pat, Patrick told me that's how it really happened. What do you say, Tom? As long as the desire is there, the Lord will put use to you. There you that's go. That's what it is. Okay, so um there that, it is. That concludes the uh, best episode to date, led by yours truly. <laughs> yeah, best episode to date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. We should have played off with Metallica. 